What is up, everybody? TD3 here. Welcome back to Sounds of the Future. New podcast episode. Second week in a row. Watch me go, baby. Go team. I am killing it. (laughs) No more three-week intervals. No more lagging behind. I'm staying on top of this thing, bringing you a full 20 minutes of opinion straight out of nowhere. Come on now. This week... I want to talk about mixing on headphones, and specifically, I want to talk about headphones that model existing mix rooms. Right now, there are plugins that do it, and I am curious to see if it doesn't become a native feature on headphones themselves. So let's get it. So like I said, there are several products on the market now that will model rooms for you so that you can mix on headphones. When I was thinking about this the other day and sort of coming to the conclusion that I wanted to do a podcast episode on this, I just, I arrived at this independently, I'll, I'll be honest, and I was thinking to myself, you know, it would be really, really cool if I could put an actual good mix on a song on headphones while I'm on the road. And to do that, I really feel like I would want to be able to emulate an actual, an actual like mixing monitoring setup as if I'm in a treated room. And at the time I was not aware that there were products that existed on the market that did this very thing. And so I, took it to Google, as you do, and just looked it up to see what was available. And it looks like there actually are several products out there, plugins specifically, that are for this very thing that you throw on your two channel when you're mixing and some of them will allow you to choose from a whole suite of different rooms and stuff that you can model in your headphones. Some of them track your head movement. Uh, which doesn't really seem like it would be a plausible option for like mixing in a hotel room. Uh, it seems like you have to actually have a desk set up with a, a camera on you to track your head movement to do that. But n- nonetheless, the feature is still really cool. I mean, that sounds super dope to be able to be able to be able to be able, right? Yeah. Go on, Tom killing it. Uh, it's, it's, to be able to turn your head left to right and like get more of the left to right monitor uh, in the stereo imaging is is super cool to me. So props to whoever thought that one up, killing it. Um, but just to go down the list here, here's what's here's what I've found, or some of the top ones that I found that are available. There's a plugin uh, by Waves called Waves NX. This is the one that tracks your head movements and will allow you to choose from actual existing mix rooms um, and and be able to model those in your headphones, which is really neat. That's exactly what I would want out of something like that. There's another one called iZone by Tone Boosters. It looks like it doesn't have the head monitoring or the head capture thing, but or head tracking thing. There it is nailed it, uh, the head tracking thing, but it does have room emulation. So that's pretty tight. Um, then you've got a product reference three by sonar works. Look, like, looks like it just adjusts the EQ, which is like their headphone version of sonar works room EQ wizard thing that they sell that package that they sell. 
And there are a few others out there as well. But I'm really intrigued by this idea because for the longest time, going back to kind of like a bit of square one with modeling, we've been using reverb, right? And we well, we don't even think about the fact, at least I don't even think about the fact that uh, reverb is actually modeling other things now. I just take it for granted that, oh yeah, this is going to make it sound like reverb. And I'm sure that now it's gotten to the point where all reverb plugins are not modeling specific spaces. They're just running algorithms to model the mathematics and physics of certain sized spaces. Nonetheless, there are still actual reverb plugins out there that do model specific spaces like the, um, Oh, like the one that models, I think like all the quad studios and, uh, there's another one, um, out there. No, not quad. I'm sorry. That's a space uh, that was in Nashville. I believe rest in peace, the ocean way plugins. That's what I'm trying to think of. It's like right across the street in Nashville <laughs> quad or where quad used to be. Um, the ocean way reverbs. There's like a ton of reverbs that model all the great ocean way rooms where tons of hit records have been tracked and you can buy that and model those reverbs and run your drum kit or vocal chain or whatever through like studio a at ocean way in Nashville. It's awesome. Go team. So the concept of modeling rooms is nothing new, but and then taking a step past that a little bit further towards the future, still in the past, we're modeling stuff like guitar amps and like all the slate, everything bundle is built. The entire business model model nailed it is built on modeling existing microphones, like their virtual microphone system, modeling specific outboard gear that they then bring into and run the math on to rework into your tracks in a digital version that sounds absolutely killer. So modeling is not a new feature, but I think the question is like, how far can it go at this point? And I would argue that kind of the sky seems to be the limit for modeling things in the digital realm. Like everything is getting pulled into your smartphone, laptop, tablet, everything. Like it's all not, it's not all currently available. Like I can't, I can't plug my iPad into my current interface. I can only use my current interface with my laptop. There are interfaces I can use with my iPad, but I don't have one of those. So everything's not interchangeable yet. And there are things that I can do on my computer that I can't do on my iPad. There are certain plugins like the Slate Bundle, for example, that I can run on my computer that I can't run on my iPad, at least not in a way that I'm aware of. Hit me in the comments or on Twitter and let me know if I'm wrong about that. I would love to be wrong about that. Um, but it's So it's not all interchangeable yet, but slowly but surely, or really quickly at this point, all of the great analog things about recording are getting distilled down into the digital space. Like we have now, I cut guitars all the time in my studio. I don't own a guitar amp. 
I don't own any virtual microphone system, but you can bet your bottom dollar that as soon as I can afford one, I'm going to get one. Because why would I go out and buy an expensive mic locker for tens of thousands of dollars when I can just spend a couple thousand dollars and have all of them at my fingertips. Not only that, but the ease of switching is a joke. Being able to shoot them out, pick out which one I want is a joke. It's so easy. It's effortless. Modeling is the future. We're going to model everything. So the fact that modeling already exists for mixing on headphones should not come as a surprise to me. I was actually really, I was like riding my high horse. I was really proud of myself. Like, Hey, this is going to be a super awesome podcast episode. Good job, Tom. No one's thought of this. You're asking the real questions, the ones that matter. Well, lo and behold, a lot of smarter, more dedicated people have thought of this stuff years before I arrived at it for my podcast. But Lesson learned. Hubris is a thing. Uh, so I, I'm not surprised that modeling for headphones exists. But right now, it's in plug-in form, which most of the great things are in plug-in form. All of the Oceanway reverbs, all the Slate stuff, all of the virtual microphone systems made by Slate and everyone else. These are all things like Axe Effects, Kemper, the um, stuff that models guitars, all the plugins that don't even have outboard gear that model guitars. Like it all works on your computer and all has a, is a plugin or has a plugin like component to it. But what I'm interested to see is when is like headphone specific, let's keep this argument going. Mixing on headphones, modeling rooms. When does it become not contingent upon running a plug-in in the digital audio workstation? When does Bose come out with a headphone that stores this information in a chip in the headphone and it you just control it with an app on your phone, tablet, computer that is independent of a digital audio workspace workstation? that allows you to select from predetermined parameters of actual room modeling. Forget about the head tracking thing. I think I'm sure that somebody will figure out a way to make that happen by putting an accelerometer in headphones and, and doing much more intelligent calculations uh, than I am capable of. But I'm not really too concerned about the head tracking thing yet. Uh, maybe maybe there's value in it that I don't understand. Maybe you have to experience it like VR, like you see VR commercials and you go, ah, that's probably pretty lame. But then you go do it and you're like, oh, this is the sickest thing. Maybe it's like that. I don't know. But as far as the sound and just like the modeling of the space is concerned, I'm interested to see how long it's going to be before it becomes native to headphones. Like, when does it become native to AirPods? Is it AirPods Gen 3, Gen 5? I'm willing to bet it's not going to be Gen 3 because this is a niche market thing. But wouldn't it be pretty tight to be able to listen to a record, but like kind of make it feel like you're in your comfortable living room listening to it on vinyl? Like there is a mass market option for this that isn't just for audiophiles and music specialists, right? Imagine imagine I can make 
it sound like in my headphones, I am on a beach with a campfire listening to my favorite record on vinyl. Now, am I going to be able to hear every component of that album like I would if I'm listening to it directly? No, but that's not the point of the experience, is it? No. The point of that experience is relaxation in a setting that I enjoy, doing something I enjoy, listening to something I enjoy. All three of those things serve to make it a good experience for me, personally. Customization. That's the ticket. So, I just... I wonder when it's become going to become native like that. Right now, I do that kind of thing on my phone, but I use different apps for it. I have an app called Thunderspace that somehow they have figured out through that app how to run it independently of the overall audio engine on my phone. So I can listen to waves in the background while I like run my Headspace app and meditate in the morning. So I run two at the same time. Or I can listen to music and have waves in the background. And the only downside of that is I don't have independent volume control of the two. So let's put it all into one app, make it native on the device, and then allow you to control the levels through the app as it connects to your physical headphones. And then you can have that app be web-based or device-based, allowing you to keep the same customization across your devices from your tablet, phone, computer. You have all your presets for when you want to listen back, enjoying things. Then you can save your presets for when you want to actually go to work, mixing music. So I think that these... The people still dog mixing on headphones. I think that's foolish. Do you know how much it costs to build a well-treated mix room? Thousands and thousands of dollars. Anybody who cracks the code on mixing on headphones so that it is competitive with mixing in Studio A at NRG is going to make millions of dollars because... Some kid who can afford a $150 pair of headphones that models that room is going to be able to cultivate the same skill set of, of somebody who works in that mix room around all that gear. Right now, they have access to the mic locker through virtual microphone systems. You give them access to the mixing console and the monitoring setup, and they're going to start blowing people out of the water, dude. I'm telling you, that's where it's going. It's always going simpler. It's always going cheaper. The whole thing is democratization and accessibility to all of the high-level tools that, for the longest time, were only accessible to people who had boatloads of cash. It's not the case anymore. So many things are accessible that were not before. Like, Line 6 has the very axe allowing you to plug in MIDI and record me leaving you the option for just one guitar. And you can, I think as far as I understand it, you can like adjust which pickups you're using in the guitar. I haven't played with one, but I have friends who play guitar who I know and trust who have told me that the latest version of that is insane. Like you, if you, the whole thing is, is companies are distilling down options into one purchase making it accessible. 
No longer do you have to have a hundred grand to start your career. You just have to have a phone. (laughs) You just have to have a laptop or an iPad. I mean, really though, you just have to have a phone. And eventually all of this stuff is going to be on your phone. Like I've said it before, I'm waiting for Steven Slate to make app versions of his plugins instead of just plugins for DAWs. The moment you can run Slate digital products on your phone, they are going to 10x their revenue. Are they publicly traded yet, by the way? Because if they're not, if they are, I'm getting in because I believe that they're going to do it and I believe they'll make a boatload of cash. If they're not, if you hear this, Stephen, give me a call. I'd love to send some money your way. What very little I have. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think that if you look at the trends that have already come into play, modeling, distilling down options into one purchase, mixing on headphones is certainly coming. Why wouldn't it be? You don't need to go out and buy, you shouldn't have to go out and buy a pair of NS10s and the best amp and a 24-channel board and tune your room and spend hundred grand on sound isolating it. I want to be able to mix in the control room at NRG, where my favorite records have been recording, in my apartment. That's what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to sit in, on my sofa in my living room, throw a mix on a session, stop mid-mix, pack up my laptop, hop on a plane, go to Paris, sit at a coffee shop, throw my headphones on, and pick up right where I left off and have it sound exactly the same. That's what I want. That's where it's going. Whoever does it, whoever continues to do it, in whatever space they choose, is going to continue to make money as long as they do it well. That's my belief. I'm sticking by it. I'll see you at the finish line. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Sounds of the Future. Hey, if you like this episode, hit me up on Twitter at Tom Dupree the Third. That's at T O M D U P R E E I I I. Shoot me a tweet and let me know what you thought. Thanks.